everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I Am Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, thoughts and prayers, Dan. Yes, we Our will be. thoughts and prayers. We'll be thinking. We'll, oh. be, we'll be praying. Won't be doing much to get anything done. No. Well, we'll, we'll be chatting about uh, about the recent, one of the recent mass shootings in the United States. And that really, that it's a be- number of events. It's become a sport now. I think. I uh, think. Uh, I don't know about sport. It's, I think. I think we're. Uh, we need to start betting on it. We need to start. Oh, uh, that's really sick. Like where the next one's. Gonna yeah. Be. It's just yeah. How many people? Yeah. Exactly. Who the shooter is? Yeah. Oh well, we know. Well, we at least we know he's white, and and he's male. <laughs> and he's he's a he. He's a he. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got I've got a story to start us off with today. Okay. Now uh, you know about uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia's been coming up a lot lately. I've heard of Saudi Arabia. Uh, we've talked sure. about Saudi Arabia in the last few episodes, especially in particular this thing about women driving. She, and, yes. And the, the 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 kingdom is going to allow women to start driving as of like June of next year or yeah. something like that. Like, don't want it to happen too soon. No. We let everybody get ready and prepared emotionally and and you know for the women to learn how to drive mm-hmm. before you just let them start driving i suppose that's probably yeah. a thing well coke a cola uh-huh uh is, is the international soda brand <laughs> yes they are uh ahead of the curve i guess you could say for their marketing okay to uh uh to s- celebrate this new development in in Saudi Arabia. So oh. they've, they've produced a new ad. Oh my! That uh, the story of the ad is a father, right? A Saudi father, yeah, uh, is teaching his daughter how to drive. Oh, right. How with- titillating! <laughs> with a bottle of Coca Cola inserted into the whole thing. Right. Right. And. This has upset some people online. <laughs> Other people have applauded it. Uh-huh. Coca-Cola has come out and said that they that they always celebrate... Uh, what's their line? Uh, Coca-Cola is continuing its legacy of celebrating positive social and cultural change in its advertising campaigns by releasing a topical and timely ad mm. in the Middle East. Okay, ah. sure. All right. The campaign touches on the brand's values surrounding diversity and inclusion and aligns with Coca-Cola's commitment to enable the economic empowerment of women. I get what their intention was. There's just something really weird. First of all, it's so forced. I watched the ad and this Coke, the bottle of Coke, the dad at one, the girl's having a really hard time. Right. Uh, well, stick shift. Girls don't know how to drive. <laughs> It's well, clearly it is a whole nation right. of women that don't know how to drive and uh, or ostensibly don't know how to drive. Right. And uh, and so he, he she's just jerk like back and forth, back and forth. She can't get the clutch right. Yeah. And he opens a bottle of Coke for no apparent reason <laughs> other than to put it on the maybe to put it on the dashboard. Well, he does put it on the dashboard, but he's. It, maybe it's like a okay. Don't knock it off the dashboard. It's like when you. Right. It's 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 like the guy but, who's trying to get the horse to go by dangling a carrot in front of it. You see, and then no, it, this was not meant as any kind <laughs> of like know. carrot for her, right? <laughs> and 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 considering how she had been driving up to this point, it's not like this was like a test to see 
how good she's gotten. Right. Like, keep it on the dashboard. Yeah, you exactly. Know. This is going... This is... You are going to spill this coke. Right. And so, of course, <laughs> the car lurches. It falls off the dashboard. He grabs it just in the nick of time. A little bit spills out the top, but not, not enough to do any damage. Right? Mm. And then he hands it off to her. She takes a big old swig off of it. And it's like she's now determined... And she puts it back on the dashboard, and she keeps it on the dashboard. <laughs> but it's a bullshit story, because it's all about, like, like I just couldn't get I mean, away from the patriarchy. Is, is it a bullshit? Like, that sounds totally reasonable to me. I'm sure that that <laughs> has happened a dozen times. Ow. The magical el- never elixir of Coca-Cola never. fixes her. No, I know. And she's now able to drive a stick shift. Obviously true. Here's what I'm wondering about. Yeah. Can brands that have been going as long as Coca-Cola, can they recycle advertising from the 50s in America and throw those over into the countries that are a little behind the time in the Middle East and, you know, maybe Africa and some parts of Asia? Just like use the old ads for them. Could do, perhaps. I don't know. But there was just something <laughs> that didn't set right with me. Yeah. Because it was this whole, it sounds, like, it sounds the dad's sloppy. really anxious and the girl's really just a bad driver. Right. Right? And I was like, why not just show, like, a powerful, you know... Uh, a woman driving. A woman. Driving well. Driving and driving through the streets of Riyadh, mm-hmm. right? Which, of course, is still illegal, so how, how do you get the shot? But right. they could come up with, like, some you know, special effect or something, right? Right. So she's driving around and she's enjoying a Coca-Cola while doing so. Or, that would have been far more like here's, here's compelling. One. I'm going to pitch one to you. Okay. We see like a delivery truck. We see a bottle of Coca-Cola. It's driving around yeah. and all we see is like as the deliveries are being delivered, the looks on the faces of the people who are accepting the delivery, surprise, delight, yeah. Different things. We don't see who it is. And then, finally, at the end, it flips around. It's a woman. It's a woman delivery driver? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. That's a man's job. (laughs) That's a million-dollar idea, (laughs) Coca-Cola. That is a million-dollar idea. You owe me. That's a a good idea, Dan. I like it. It's a little bit of a surprise. It's unexpected. Right. Uh, And... uh, She can be in a hit job. Doesn't feel... Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on. I <laughs> I am going to take us to Hilldale to Short Creek. Oh, down uh, south. Those of you who don't know uh, the the those phrases or Colorado City, uh, these are all the same place. Colorado City, Arizona, Hilldale, Utah. They're on opposite sides of the border, and you combine them to make uh, one town called Short Creek. Right. That, or if you're a Utah short crick. Um, and this was and has been for a long time the home of the FLDS, the, the fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. These are the polygamist ones. Yeah. Um, Warren Jeffs used to be in charge of them. Right. Uh, then a bunch of them moved to Texas. Anyway, it's still very much an FLDS stronghold uh, right. in Utah. But not as much as it was oh. with our recent elections. What happened? Uh, it what? looks like. Now, Now, as of the time of this recording, election day was yesterday. Okay. So we don't, we don't have anything official here. But it looks very possible 
that the new mayor and three new city council people in Hilldale, Utah, are going to be non-FLDS people. What? Which is shocking. Do the FLDS not vote? Well, no. Here's the thing. Well, for the longest time, as you know, uh, the FLDS had such control over this town that they didn't even... That there was that basically the the leaders of the church would get together, decide who was going to be mayor, mm. and run that person unopposed. Right, and they would just have this sort of de facto vote. Uh-huh. Uh, they would just—I mean, it was like a, it was just—it was not like a third-world military dictatorship. Right. Everybody, quote unquote, votes. Right. The person wins with a hundred percent of the vote. Right. And uh, and that's the mayor, and those are the city council people, and that was just how it worked. Well, not too long ago, a while ago, though, uh, there was a big kerfuffle. I, there was it this American Life that did a whole a whole story on on uh, the breaking up of the because all, the church also owned all of the property. People yeah. would buy property and then donate it to the church. Yeah. So the church owned everything. It was all centralized and then would let people live in certain things. And it became a problem and there was a court order that broke it all up and the court was actually handling all of these properties. And uh, they basically started to sell off some of these houses um, because the the church had a lot of debt to the... I mean, there were, there was also this, like like all sorts of welfare scamming and all sorts right. of other stuff right so the church owned uh, owed a lot to the state so the state's been sort of selling off assets mm-hmm. to non-flds people in large part or to people and people have been leaving the church but staying because they get a really cheap house or whatever right but we are also talking about uh a, a community that is Pretty isolated. So, like, who's moving yeah. to this area? Like, there's really... I mean, it's adjacent. It's near some pretty amazingly beautiful things. Southern Utah's gorgeous. You know? So, um, a lot of people who are sort of hippy-dippy and love the and love the great outdoors, but don't need a lot of people urbanite people priced stuff. out of Kanab? I mean... Right. Or Hurricane? Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's enough of them now... Huh. That they're fed up with because the FLDS people haven't been enforcing the rule, the laws that the judge or the, 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 the judgment against them. They haven't been making it happen. The streets aren't getting paved properly. Like oh, wow. things are not getting taken right. care of properly. Right. So people are getting fed up. So, yeah, three non FLDS city council ma- people. Listen to these names. Maha Layton, Jared Nickel and Javar Dutch Dutson. Are the are the are the city council people along oh. with uh, Donya Jessup? Utah has a a strong tradition of weird names. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, they, the Donya Jessup seems to be uh, in the lead to be mayor. Seems to be the likely mayor elect. All right. So uh, so things are changing down in uh, down for the FLDS folk. Well, good for them. There's enough there's enough non-FLDS people who actually want a f- functioning city that uh the yeah, the the FLDS does not have the stronghold even wow. on their own damn town that wow. they that they once had. Amazing. All right. Well, Dan, mm? Indonesia. I've heard of that. 
What do you know about Indonesia and religious liberty? Uh... Do you know anything I, about it? I give a sense of it. Have a sense that there isn't all that much of it. Well, there are actually six officially recognized uh, religious groups. It's a largely Muslim country, if I'm not it, mistaken. I, I believe you're correct about that. Uh, they only recognize Islam, Protestantism, Catholicism, Buddhism, Hinduism, and Confucianism. Oh, that's interesting. It. That that is it. Those are the religions that exist. Six. Okay. That's it. Okay. Um, this is, uh, this is uh, basically since 2006 it's been this way. There was huh. a law put into effect that these are the ones that they, they recognize and none other. And everybody else can go screw. Basically. Um, but that meant that uh, followers of indigenous faiths, mm-hmm. uh, animism and... Uh, what else something else some mm. sort of little hill community <laughs> witchcraftery i have no fucking clue right something something stupid <laughs> something just some dumb something that probably deserved to be outlawed right well they all probably do <laughs> or none of them do right one or the other well uh, the supreme court of indonesia has declared this law unconstitutional and this now paves the way for these groups to um, be able to practice openly and freely and blah, 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 wow. blah. This actually comes as kind of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, the conservatives in Indonesia have been on the rise and have been gaining a lot of power and control and basically run the whole, the whole show. Huh. Uh, interestingly enough, however, this is not, for some reason going to help <laughs> Shiites and Ahmadiyya Muslims. Are they not recognized? I'm assuming by Islam they mean Sunni. Sunni Islam. <laughs> that's, and that's what I... That's that what is the real Islam. I mean, <laughs> all these other Islam yeah. bits and bobs, these little offshoots. I'm not sure. This, this uh, Apparently they just have... Uh, so apparently, I guess what, for whatever reason, their blasphemy laws, I guess, make it hard for these guys to sort of get like identity cards and whatnot. Oh my God. (laughs) So they're not, so they've they've got some problems there. Uh, These, these Muslims. Gotta love the purity tests. Oh, I know. They allow Protestantism and Catholicism. Which is funny because what the fuck does Protestant mean at this point? Yeah. Why should, why does it not say Christianity? Like Why not Prote- do five? Protestantism. And one of them be Christianity. Like, does Jehovah's Witness count as Protestantism? I mean, technically not. I, I mean, just like Mormonism isn't Protestant. I mean, you maybe know? they could make it in under the wire. I don't know. Just depends on how who's making the definition. Well, Mormons don't consider themselves no. Protestant, and J Dubs definitely don't. I'm as just far saying as my I, understanding but, of but what, Jadubism. But what do what what? Do the downtown Mormons say when they want to get into, to, you know, do their missionary work in Indonesia? They probably don't do it, but just they probably like, say that they're we're Protestants. Protestant. I wonder if that was written very intentionally. Open Protestant Catholic 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 right as right. A, to in specifically order to, to exclude Mormons sort of upstart you know yeah. Christian cults yeah interesting. You know, hmm. 
<laughs> who can say? Who can say? Well, someone in Indonesia might yeah. be able to. I thought that. That's really weird. Isn't that um, weird? Yeah. Yeah. We need to start. I, I like the idea of uh, limiting the number of religions that there are. Oh, you're what religion? Nope, that's not a real thing. Just grant, start grandfathering them in. Right. Say there can be no new religions. Right, exactly. We're done. We're done. <laughs> if you need to, you can apply, but you're going to have to prove like six miracles and oh yeah, and uh, five reasons why we should let you. And you have to pass a will not make everybody drink poison test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm moving us along to... A poll that was done uh, by the PPRI, and that is the no the PRRI, which I the swear People's I People's Religious Republic, the People's Republic of. of <laughs> oh my gosh! Of I can't, Iceland. I can't even find like put what your thing stands for on your own website about. Oh, who cares? It's uh, from uh, the Public Religion Research Institute. Oh, hey! Public Religion Research Institute. All well right. done. Yeah, there we go. Found it. Uh, they are. They did. Uh, they measured an interesting thing: uh, spirituality and religiosity in these United States. <gasps> Ooh, interesting. Now that's tricky uh, because so here's here's how they broke it down: uh, spirituality. Uh, is self-reported experiences of being connected to something larger than oneself. Okay. Uh, to get more in-depth, they asked questions that tried to get at the heart of these things. Questions like, and you should answer these. I'm going to ask you these oh, and you tell me. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. How often do you feel, Frank, particularly connected to the world around you? I feel connected to the world. How often? Uh... Most of the time. Okay. Okay. Uh, how often do you feel like you are part of something much larger than yourself? Mm, maybe about half the time. Okay. And uh, how often have you felt a sense of larger meaning or purpose in your life? Well, that's a tougher one. Larger meaning. No, no that's not something that I really experience. Okay, so that put, probably puts you in the non-spiritual category. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, uh, people that would, who, that pe would probably be accurate. Yeah, and and <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'll admit that I'm always baffled when someone says that they're spiritual because right. I can never get them to nail down what the fuck they mean by right. that. Um, right. It's a very nebulous concept. Right. However... Uh, they did that, and then they also taught. They also uh, measured religious commitment, and what that meant to them was religious participation, meaning how often you attended formal worship services, and re religious what they call religious salience, uh, which mm. is uh, how important religion is in your personal life. And in that, they found you know they got the categories of spiritual and religious. Spiritual but not religious, mm. which you hear a lot. You hear, yeah. I'm spiritual but not religious. Yeah, yeah. Not spiritual but religious. That's an interesting category. And neither spiritual nor religious. Now, what's interesting is that all of those categories, like you could be a person who claims to be Catholic uh -huh. and still come up in this as neither spiritual nor religious. Oh, wow. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, yes. 
because be- they're because you don't ever go to church. They're getting to the root of the whole thing, right? Yeah. So not just what you self-identify as, but what you actually are. What you actually are. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So here's an interesting fact: uh, How many people are sp- spiritual? So here, so let's let's go through the thing. How many? What do you think is the highest of those categories? Are they both spiritual and religious, spiritual but not religious, not spiritual but religious, or neither spiritual nor religious in the United States of America? I would say, since religious is just a measure of your practice, I would say probably not spiritual but religious. What's amazing is the highest one coming in at 31% of Americans, Yeah, neither spiritual nor religious. Shut up. People who don't go to church regularly and don't feel a connection to their church and are not also spiritual. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Next in line, both spiritual and religious. Whoa. At 29%. And then what's the third? Uh, then spirit, not spiritual, but religious is number right. three. And okay. then the smallest category coming in at 18%, spiritual, but not religious. That's the one that I would have thought that one would be pretty high up. Yeah, I would have too. Uh, but I, and the other thing is that's that a, that's good. They're not asking people, "Are you spiritual but not religious?" They're not asking that right. question. Right. They're asking other questions that they're it, then deeming to get at that. No, that's great. That's really, really, really awesome because. Uh, I I don't have. I sort of expect people to be religious or spiritual if they are also religious. I kind of, th- th- that's, yeah, but, but there are actually plenty of people who aren't. No, I know, but, but I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, cool. Right. Like right. not cool, but like that makes sense. Yeah. In essence. Right. But s- spiritual, but not religious has always, like you said earlier, it's always just kind of a confusing thing yeah. to me. I don't, I don't know what you're really trying to say. I think what they're really trying to say by saying that is that they are not... Uh, d- please don't confuse me with an atheist. Right. Right. I'm scared of that word. Right. And I still feel something. Yeah. I think a lot of people, like, they leave... The logic, the, the, you know, the logic of the religion doesn't make sense anymore. Right. They understand that they don't believe that, but they still have feelings that are very powerful to them. So they have to, so they have to describe that in some way mm-hmm. and they're not willing to let it just be that like, oh, I just have feelings. Right. It's gotta be oh. more. I feel connected to something bigger. I don't know what it is. I can't explain what it is. Right. Maybe it's nature. Man, the word energy comes up. That's not a useful word. Anyway, uh, there's some interesting. Also, you know, they they asked some some other questions to and correlated them, and there's some interesting uh, corollaries to this, including the fact that people who report high spirituality uh, have report higher life satisfaction. Oh, people who report high spirituality are more likely to be pro-social meaning uh and in this case the way that they determined that was like they were asked how uh, how recently uh have you done a favor for a friend and uh, or a neighbor they're so 
okay. so this there's something to this connectedness this uh, this feeling of being connected to sure. something larger than the self sure there's something to that and i'm actually i'm interested in that uh as a person like i'm mm. not interested in saying the word spiritual right but i'm interested in the concept of of human connectivity and uh, and 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 there being something out there right so or some way of of like fostering more pro-social behavior and more uh and a sense of belonging and a sense of unity and a sense mm-hmm. of humanity like so while i don't like that word spirituality it's clearly a thing there's something there hmm. and i wish i knew more about it hopefully right. hopefully more science will be done i hope so too that would be nice wouldn't that be it would be really nice uh so i got a story dan yeah Come, hey, uh, coming to us from kentucky Oh, good. The Kentucky State Legislature. Oh, that's... To be precise. Only good things come out of that. Where they have just lost their their uh, House Speaker. Speaker of the House. Oh, no. Uh, has resigned from his post. Not from the legislature, just from his speakership. Yeah. Uh, after uh, a little, uh, little scandal... With uh, some sexual harassment texts that he was sending to a staffer. Oh, dear. Who started to uh, raise the issue. Yeah. Uh, He has admitted to the texts. Well, yeah. When there's actual obvious evidence. But they were consensual, according to him. Okay. They have reached a settlement. There's been money paid. And the person who was harassed is, I believe they've must have agreed to say that it's consensual. Yeah. How, is, lawyers... that, how is it consensual if you had to pay money for it? Right. And the that's... staffer had to go file complaints against you. Yeah. That's not right. how that works. <laughs> I feel like we've, we've hit upon something. Uh, that is not how consent works. Well... If it's if it's consensual, if it's wanted, mm-hmm. there's no harassment. Yeah, harassment so, so, has o- has only occurred if you've done it against someone's will. Yeah, and however, what's also important here is that his wife and family are sticking with him. Oh, good. Right? Oh, thank God. And he so, is I'm so happy for them. He all. has asked for and received forgiveness from God. Good. Oh, good. Right. God forgives him for sending consensual harassing texts to a staffer. And that's that. Oh, my God. And he's received. He knows this. He knows that God has forgiven him. Did he talk to God? Or did (laughs) did God, like... Uh, Telegram, actually. Did he get a consensual text from God saying... (laughs) Starts getting these really harassing <laughs> text messages. What was his name? Uh, his name. Yeah, we should mention his name. Jeff Hoover. Jeff. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. Hey. Show me your, show me your, what I created, what I put on you. I've been watching you, Jeff. Send me a pic. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. I can I'm, see through your pants right now, Jeff. I, I know what you did last night, Jeff, and I liked it. <laughs> 
Oh my Gross, god! That would be the worst harassment ever. If God decides if to God harass you, decided to sexually harass. There is you. nothing you can do at that point. You just got to take it. I mean, I'm. Hopefully, God's hot. One can because... only hope. <laughs> now wait, you're falling it... into the trap. You could also say, <laughs> you know, he's the because most now, because now, oh, it might he's be, the most powerful to... man in the universe. Why would you turn him down? Oh God! So it's consensual. Yeah, you're forced to consent to God because <laughs> he's just so desirable. But that's the thing about God is that like, but that's also the thing about like sex and harassment. It doesn't matter who the person is. Well, it, it does matter, matter. If, it, if it's a person who's in authority over you, then they shouldn't be. No, doing I know it that. Anyway. I know that. So God, God's in authority God over should not sexually harass you. Basically, God can't fuck any of us. But just Although like that whole Mary thing if, was pretty. If you found that attractive oh dear and you wanted to consent to that oh dear right <laughs> i'm showing dan a picture of jeff hoover it's not jeff hoover's not <laughs> you, you don't want that text that is always an unwanted text every single time i do not consent i do not consent <laughs> jeff hoover do not send me that <gasps> all right well as a sort of preamble to what's coming up Oh? Uh, I'm going to just mention, uh, just quickly go into an interesting, a, a, one of the reactions that's happening to the, uh, the the shooting at the First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, Texas, ah. that happened last week. Oh. Um, uh, so, yeah, we, we know that, that a kid went in and, and shot and killed what 25 some odd 26 26 people uh well it depends on if you're counting the fetus or not yeah that's i because did see Texas that too. state law requires that the fetus be counted the, the, the pregnant lady who got killed uh, but i don't know if the guy like the national press is required to follow that law right anyway <laughs> a number of people were killed uh one of the big responses to this, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of response in terms of, like, people calling for gun control and whatever, uh, but, of course, it's Texas, so there's at least as much or maybe more call for arming parishioners at church. Oh, God. Uh, there's a, there's a, I mean, uh, so a law was passed not too long ago, and I think we talked about it on the show, that made it legal for churches to have armed guard like volunteer guards do you remember this yeah um yeah now they're talking about like yeah just having some guns in the pews it's uh next to the prayer book <laughs> ne yeah next exactly. to the hymnal exactly there's a, yeah there's a little thing up in front of you you've got the hymnal and a holster right. and you can just uh pull out the gun and you know if you're really feeling the spirit you could probably fire a couple straight up at the ceiling <laughs> You could also just have like a little uh, dis glass display case, like with the fire hydrant, <laughs> right? Just break, break the in, glass in case of gunmen break glass. Yeah, and then you pull out your, your firearms and yeah, yeah, do that too. All of the things, all of the things. Yeah, there's so, so yeah, there there is now a call going out a lot. First of all, apparently when that law was passed, a lot of the churches didn't find out about it. So now there's a big oh. push for churches in Texas to understand, right, that they have the right to have a to have oh, volunteers God. make everybody feel wildly uncomfortable by by patrolling 
with their guns. Just have a guy walking up and down the side of the church with a semi-automatic right, rifle. Right, exactly. You're protected. <laughs> I'm going to protect you. I'll protect the fuck out of you. In Jesus' name. Uh, yeah, so I think... <laughs> I think, I mean, so part of this is... Uh, they're They're trying to get the word out about this right. But, I mean... <laughs> There, yeah, I don't know. It's dumb. It's really dumb. There's a, uh, there is some pushback against this. A person named Gil Switzer, who's the uh, executive director of a group called Texas Gun Sense, uh, said that somehow claims that there's no data to support the idea that having armed personnel roaming your uh, roaming your churches would actually be able to prevent a mass shooting i don't need that data no that you because it because it's just common sense it is common sense. only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun no 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 no, no. i'm actually i'm gonna say if you live in a society where you accept the fact that there are just madmen out there with guns right because you let them have the guns right right uh, and, and, and there is gonna... some sense. I have to say, there is some sense to having armed guards in public spaces. Uh, I, it's I mean, stupid if they were because you're following a line of logic. But the one, I believe, the one does follow the other. I feel like if they were incredibly well trained, <laughs> then maybe, maybe. And I'm only going to give you a maybe on it. Right. Well, what about this guy who like comes out of his house with his rifle? And start shooting as deterrent to the guy who's shooting up the church. Well, that's the thing. Uh, a lot of people are talking about there was a good guy with a gun who yeah. ended up sort of chasing him away and then stop it. Except that that all happened after the guy had already killed 20 some odd people. Right, but he was still in the process of shooting. No, I think he was coming out of the church by that point. I didn't think he ever went into the church. He was standing outside the church shooting the thing up, wasn't he? No, I think he made it in, and, oh, then, he was, okay. and then he was coming back out. Whatever. And that's when the hero got to him. Whatever. I mean, it is. I, the guy probably wouldn't have even gone if he had seen... Well, or rather, if you see armed guards, guess who the first victims of your shooting are? Well, yeah, but then everybody else has uh, notice. Then, right, run. right, yeah. And yeah. in order to get their guns out. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the idea. I think the idea here is... Arm everybody, and it's then it's just a lunacy. melee. Then it's just a melee. It's Every- absolute fucking lunacy. But here, but if if it's if you got the madmen because you're not screening people, guns are easy to get your hands on, so forth and so on. I get people's reaction. I understand this like desire because there's clearly nothing we can do as a society at this point. Because guns are so entrenched in America, apparently, right? In our in our political system is so corrupted by the money from the gun manufacturers and the NRA and everything, right? Right. So in that world, what do you do? You might as well protect yourself, I guess. The problem is, yeah, more guns. I really, I'm like, very there's, uncomfortable there's with no what's happening way. right now on our show. There, but the, but but I, I'll 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 step back just a little bit, right? I'll re, I'll retract that a little bit, because the the flip side of the whole thing is there's also no way of knowing where any of this is. Ever, it's a huge country, yeah. And yeah, these these shootings seem to be what more often now than they ever were. 
Mass shootings, certainly, yeah. I mean, like, how many a year do we have? How many people... Who, you can't even count that high. It's impossible. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. We'll be talking about this more, yeah. uh, but in a, on a from a totally different angle coming up later in the show. I think for I, now, I guess I guess where I'm trying kind of to get at is I don't want to live in fear. Yeah. And I think that the having your your, your everywhere that you go armed yeah with guards promotes a, a a culture of fear. Right. 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 And and that's what I I don't want for myself. Well, what it All says I'm trying to really say is I kind of get where they're coming from though. Yeah, I, I mean can, I, I like I think they need they need to step back and say I don't want to live in a society where guns are so freely held. Right? But that's not where they're from. But that's, I mean, not, I mean, that's and, not where they're at. And they're already in a fear headspace. Right, that's exactly. where they live their lives on a constant Right. Thing. And now more and more small town America is even more afraid. Yep. Yep. Which is which crazy is, town. Yeah, which I mean, honestly, it's brilliant though. Has the heartland all stirred up? Sure, absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> uh, listen, you guys now are all stirred up too, you listeners, <laughs> you viewers out there. So, go ahead and write to us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com is is the email address, or you can call and leave a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four. 666-8442. It is indeed. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Participate in the conversation there. Click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. Yeah. Hi guys, it's Dan. I just wanted to throw this out at you. Harry's.com is a shaving website. They sell shaving supplies. You get it on a subscription basis, so you never have to actually worry about running out of blades or whatever. You guys can help us out by going to harrys.com slash TGIA. They've worked out a deal so that you get a free trial. It's basically a $13 value for free. The trial set includes a really nice razor. I'll tell you this, when I tried it, the handle was actually super comfortable. So that in and of itself makes it a little step above most of the razor brands that you're going to find. Five blades on each cartridge there. You get some shave gel that's really nice. You get a, a travel blade cover. That's fantastic. And all of that comes free with your first order. So you're going to be shaving with probably a nicer blade than you're already using. It's going to cost you less than you're probably already paying for your shaving gear. And you're going to be helping us out. So something that you already buy anyway. And it helps us out. And you save money. Who's the loser in that deal? Nobody. So just check them out. I liked them. I've used their, their blades. Frank's used their blades. We both liked them. Go to harrys.com slash TGIA and just sign up. Try it out. If you don't like it, you can stop. You don't have to keep going, but just give them a try. It's free. You get a free set in the mail. It just comes straight to you. Easy as that. And everybody makes out. So go to harrys.com slash TGIA and, uh, and give it a shot. We'd appreciate it. Thanks a lot. So, Dan. Yes, sir. Uh, would you like to listen to some audio? Yeah, sure. I mean, only if it's good... Uh, down home, Jim Baker. <laughs> a bit. We're going to take a quick uh, Baker break. Breaker, breaker. This is Jim Baker. <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's concerned, as he probably should be, 
about Trump being impeached from well, office. Well, and he knows that it's all trumped up, if you will. Ooh. It's bullshit, whatever they're pulling. Yeah. And so and he's there got will be consequences. Got, yeah. Oh, big. Trump is not crazy. No, no. Wow. They want him God, to be crazy him. because they want to impeach him. him There's nothing they can impeach him over because this thing with the collusion with Russia, they yeah. can't prove. Yeah. Well, but I they want to say this man's crazy. And they're trying to get doctors to say the president's crazy. I'll tell you what, if they, uh, if they go through with that, oh. there will be a riot in the United uh, States of America. And you're going to find little, little ladies rioting. Yes. You're going to find the church people yes. out rioting. Because they're not going to take it anymore. This is stupid and insanity what's going on in our country right now. I think he's mad as hell. And he's not going to take it anymore. I I love this whole line that like the thing that that, that they're going to get Trump impeached on is that he's crazy. (laughs) Of course they're not going to. There's no way they're going to find any uh, illegal activity. No. Not with Donald Trump. Squeaky clean. The man is lily white in terms (laughs) of... uh, in terms of criminality, there's nothing that oh, could get to him yeah, there. Yeah. So they have to, they have to f- pretend like he's somehow not entirely sane. Huh? It's funny that, I mean, both work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like uh, I, f- I f- feel like the man who is very clearly like possibly. On the psychosis spectrum. Sure. Yeah. You know, probably narcissistic. Yeah. Personality yep. disorder. Yep. Uh, I mean, I'm no psychologist. I'm not, I'm not doing a real diagnosis here, but he's, he clearly does not care about other human beings in any real sort of way. Mm, yeah. I don't know. He seems like such a warm fellow. <laughs> he's definitely like tries to play one on TV. <laughs> Does he? I, I feel like he played an asshole on TV. Yeah, but he tried. Well, oh, like on his show, yeah, yeah. On his show, like he was really playing up the asshole thing. Yeah, that's. But what then we on know. the but then on the campaign trail, he went out there and he kept saying things about like you know he kept very uncomfortably using words like love or oh know, yeah whatever words he'd never used before words that didn't make sense in his own brain but like he knew <laughs> other people say them so. He was definitely convinced that he should say them. They played well. This he's, is what people say, right? He's pretty good at knowing what plays well. It's what normal human beings say. I love this, you. Right. Hey, Cleveland, I love, I love you. It worked? Really? Okay. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yeah. Well, old ladies, little old ladies rioting in the street Please. is kind of something I really want to see. So we... You you better be careful, Dan. As if we You're needed, surrounded by little old ladies. I am. I am indeed. <laughs> My whole complex is little old ladies. 55 plus community. I need to see this riot. <laughs> like, as, you didn't need to convince me that impeachment would be a good thing. All right. But now it's a necessary thing. Like now, <laughs> now I need to be working for it in all my time off. 
Because that is some shit. <laughs> All right. Well, we had some folks write into us Indeed. and call into us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to read a thing from Katie. Uh, Dear Frank and Dan, hello, my name is Katie, and I have been an atheist since I was 18, but I still don't consider myself fully out. Mm. Uh, I grew up in a very small town in Michigan where there were five churches for a population of around 1,000 people. Mm. I I found your podcast about three years ago and have been listening on and off ever since. This is a strange email in that I'm not writing in with a question or a comment about a recent podcast, but I really feel the need to say thank you for being a fantastic influence on me. As I processed my lack of faith these past few years, hmm. you've been, you've, you both have managed to bring light and humor to a topic that can be so covered in sadness and anger. When I discuss my atheism with my friends who still believe they are, who still believe they are always sad for me. Hmm. And the inverse of that is when discussing my atheism with my atheist friends, they can get mad about the current state of religion in the world. Hmm. I listen to your podcast every morning now. Thank goodness there are hundreds. Well, that doesn't sound healthy, does it? Huh. Yeah. No, I anyway, I, and I have found I it is the that. only way I would want to start my day. Thank you again oh, for all you sweet. do. Oh, that's that's a very sweet yeah. uh, thing to so say. Much appreciated. Uh, why don't we do a voicemail? Indeed. Uh, here's a message that really just speaks for itself. So uh-huh. I'm just going to play it. Hey, Frank and Dan. This is James out of Texas. I want to say the only thing I miss about church is the acapella singing. I was born and raised in the Church of Christ, which told you if you use instrumental music in church, you're damned to hell forever. I think that's total bullshit now, but goddamn, sometimes I miss that singing, and I get real drunk like I did tonight, and I sing those songs, and that's the one thing about church that I miss. But hey, it's still all bullshit, and we got to lose a little something to gain something. Love your show. Bye. Oh, James, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's adorable. I miss singing too. Like that is one thing about our current mm. society here in America. Yeah. Uh, if you ain't in church, you're largely not singing. At yeah. the very least, you're not singing with other people. Well, you could go to a Sound of Music sing along. You could. Good. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> they do a, a, a sing along as well. Sure. You know, go go find your little. You know, art house theater. It's definitely in town. They probably do these. That's not a cappella, but that's no, okay. No, but it is group singing. That's what yeah. you were talking about. Yeah, group a cappella singing. Uh, probably harder to find. Yeah, it's a tricky thing to find. Be able to do that. Uh, although, depending on where you're from, I mean, he's from Texas. Yeah, maybe he can find enough former members of that denomination. Yeah. Yes. Get an acapella group together. I think that's a great idea. Get a singing group going. Yeah. Start writing some uh, some atheist songs. Yeah. Some uh some hymns that aren't about him. Right. Or just sing some of the standards. Yeah, or just sing God songs. Fine. It doesn't matter. It's fine. Some of them are pretty. Yeah. You know. I mean, if church wasn't so intolerable, I'd just say go back to church and sing yeah. with the church people. Oh, no, don't do that. But, yeah. Nah, s- switch a word out here or there. Right. You know. Like, yeah, do do what the Unitarians do. Because every now and then <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to a Unitarian Christmas thing, uh-huh. but you haven't lived until you've heard all the ways that they've, they they kind of tweak the Christmas carols so that they don't have to be all, so that like there's space for non-God belief or whatever. <laughs> Joy to the world, the word is come. And you're like, word? Wait, did we just sing word? What's yeah. That? That's you nice. got to love, you got to love a, a celebration of Jesus 
where they try their hardest <laughs> not to sing about Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's fun. Um, I have a, an email. I, 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 I sort of hemmed and hawed as to whether or not I was going to read it. It's from Matthew. Right. Uh, and I assume that Matthew is a young person. Okay. Uh, it's a very short email. It says this. I have a tutor who is a strong Mormon and won't stop trying to bring me back. I can't change my tutor. What should I do? And that's a tricky one. Yeah, it depends because, on how old he is. Because you're probably young. Yeah. And if you're young, the problem, you just have to put up with it. You kind of just have to deal. Because, well, I mean, who... I would do sort of a, a little risk evaluation here, right? Mm. What is the state of his parents' yeah. belief? Right, right. I mean, if he's in a if he's in a really, you know, devout home that's also Mormon, yeah, right. Uh, and this tutor's coming in and trying to like get him back to church, but his parents are kind of just like, well. We're, we're letting him, you know, not do the churchy thing, but we, we don't mind these outside influences. Then you know. can push back a little harder. You could. Yeah. Right. I mean, what, I, what you can do in any case is just say, hey, can we focus more on the yeah. math? Or, hey, yeah. can we focus more? Or, and, just, and just try, you know, Re gen to gently, the conversation. gently steer the conversation yeah. always back to whatever the tutor is tutoring. Because that's what's appropriate for that tutor to be talking about. Right. It's exactly. actually kind of inappropriate for the tutor to yes. be bringing up religion when that's, I mean, unless this is like a Book of Mormon tutor. Right. Or a homeschool sort of situation. Yeah. Where, yeah. It's tricky. Uh, the, the truth of the matter is that young people, people under the age of 18 years of age mm -hmm. in this country, especially, don't have many rights in this case. Right. You kind of have to just sort of go with what your parents uh, put in front of you. Right. So... To some extent, fly under the radar. Yeah. Smile and nod. Uh -huh. Maybe don't. Here's what I wouldn't do. Don't say no. Like when the person says you need to come back to Mormonism, blah, blah, blah. Just say nothing. Huh. Give yeah. them nothing. Yeah. And that doesn't mean be. So don't be rude. Right. Don't push back. Don't argue. Don't try to tell them why you, you're not Mormon or whatever. Just smile and nod. It will be too boring for them to keep going because they will have nothing to say because you're giving them nothing. You, you, you know religious types. The one thing they can always do is just keep talking religion, well, whether you're interested or not. Right, but then you get. But if you say nothing and you're just like, okay, can we go back to math now? Hey, you know you're on the clock here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's. Uh, I. I really. I have a test coming up. I really need to get into this. Yeah. But yeah, don't argue. Arguing's not going to help anything. Yeah. God, that's rough, though. It's a tricky one. It's a tough one. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. That's, hey, you know, it sucks. Let's acknowledge how much it sucks to to still be in that kind of situation. To be a kid who doesn't believe something, yeah. uh, but the whole world's just around you is going to keep pushing it on. Yeah. Don't worry. It does get better. It gets way better. The You're nice just, thing is that there will come a time soon, uh -huh. very soon, right. when you can just get rid of all that stuff. Right. Because you'll your be life. an adult. You'll have, a, hopefully, means of supporting yourself. And uh, and you'll be fine. And you will be fine. But when you're stuck in those situations, yeah, it you just sucks. Got, you just got to wait it out. You just got to 
close your eyes and re- realize that it really, like, in the scheme of things, it won't last that long. It, right. It gets and better. It, uh, it feels like a long time, though. Yeah, yeah it sure can. <laughs> it sure can. Hey, uh... I'm going to start the donor section of our of our thing oh, because great. we got a one-time donation okay from David. Oh. Um on our on our website there are there are multiple options for for donating. We've been hitting the Patreon thing cuz Patreon is is sort of our preferred sure. uh, method for people to donate to us, but right. you can give just a one-time donation. So David did that. Uh gave us a message said best part of my week, wish it could be more. Uh, but nice. no, it was delightful. Thank you so much, David. Thanks, David. And then we have some new patrons on Patreon. Oh, lovely. Uh, we have Soen, uh, who's a new faithful oh, okay. uh, listener. We have Katie, who is a... Have what's, you forgotten the things? What's what's coming in? Uh, there's the... the uh, it's Faithful Venerable... Beatified. Beatified. So uh, Katie is a new Beatified listener. And Elvin is a new Pope. We got a new new Pope. Pope Pope Elvin. Pope Elvin. That's great. Wow. Pope Pope Elvin the first. Thank you so much to all of you that you are blessed among all of your compatriots. Yes. Among people, you are blessed. But who's the most blessed person? And who's doing the blessing? Who... Our it Lord is, and Savior. Indeed. Who is our Lord and Savior for Angela! this Angela! Still Angela. Angela is still holding strong <laughs> to uh, to her position indeed. as Lord and Savior over, Absolutely. over all of you people. Yes. If you're listening to this, she's your Lord. <laughs> I hope you understand that. So uh, pray, pray unto her and give thanks. Well, she's a nice lady. That's not the worst thing ever. Yeah. Could be a lot worse. Have you read about that guy in the Bible? He's terrible. Whoa, he's a, no, he's a nightmare. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, hey. And, and if you'd like to join them, any you, of them, right? please uh, go at, to our website. At whatever level you're comfortable with, whatever Absolutely. level, we we could sure use the help. Uh, but it's, yeah, you just go to yeah. thankgodamatheist.com, click on that Patreon button, and uh, and show a little love. Daniel. Yes, sir. Guess what? Uh, shootings. Yeah, they're 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 the most recent uh, shooting at the time of recording. Yeah, uh, is uh, this one in uh, Texas, Sutherland Springs, Texas? Right at the uh, First Baptist Church. They're uh, in that small town. Yeah, and it is a small town. Yeah, uh, this is uh this is not a. Not a big place, and so for 26 people to have lost their lives, I mean, this is taking a chunk yeah. out of this town. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I honestly can't imagine, I mean, mass shootings are just horrifying, and to live through something like that in such a small place, anywhere it would be awful, small place, it's just got to be devastating. So Yeah. Like, yeah, truly. It's, I mean, it's devastating, period. I mean, it, devastating to the actual functionings of their community <laughs> right, right right because there's not a person in that community that hasn't been touched by exactly. this probably or yeah. you know Abs- yeah uh it's one of those things and and i should say our thoughts and prayers go out to those people the people of that community really that's what you're gonna say or should i say that 
Because <laughs> that's what you wanted it to talk about. It feels so natural. No. It feels... It sounds... To say that? No, no it, it doesn't come out naturally, but to hear somebody say it, it like it feels you were normal. You were three quarters of the way through it before my mind was like, "He can't say that." Wait a minute, what? That's what? not on this show. Not yeah. from Daniel Beecher. It is a very common thing. It is yeah. the uh, it is the thing the uh, to say, and basically, uh, what it means and what people are catching on to the fact that it means is. There's nothing that I can do about this or nothing that I'm willing to do about this. Right. So I'm going to say this and it sounds like I'm like it means something to me. Right. It sounds important to me. Well, yeah. And what has happened on Twitter uh, recently has been uh, people calling this out as the platitude that it is. The, yeah. The empty, hollow statement meaning absolutely nothing uh will wheaton uh got called out quite former, a bit former uh former star of not star former he was an actor on star trek next generation he <laughs> yeah. played uh wesley crusher yes he did and uh sort of a i'm gonna i'm gonna guess you had a crush oh, can you... <laughs> of course i did <laughs> wesley crusher oh my god anyway uh what what did will wheaton have to say Will Wheaton uh, tweeted in response to um, Dingus McGee, Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul Ryan said something about our hearts and or our thoughts and prayers. Yes, you know, go out to blah blah blah. And he said something along the lines of, uh, "Good thing you know they were in a church, you know, yeah, where those could really help." Or they, already you know, they already had prayer had going prayer. for them. Yeah. So, so, and then suck it, Paul Ryan was clear, basically the rest of it, right? Yeah, he he was really <laughs> aggressive about it. Call him a scumbag, yeah, piece of shit, or yeah, something like just that. Just something. I don't remember um, what the exact thing was. Anyway, uh, a lot of people really, oh my god, just up in arms that Will Wheaton would say such a thing, and uh, and there were a few other celebrities who had things to say to call some calling out. But of course, you know what we really have going on here is. Uh, I I think we're we're reaching a moment when the shallowness of this response is becoming more and more evident to right. more and more people. People are getting sick of it. And action needs to happen and I think we need to keep pressing on this. Normally I'm the soft touch guy, you right. know. I like I like playing things civilly. I think this is one where where we need to be calling people out whenever they offer thoughts and prayers instead of actions and commitment yeah i mean you know when it's just some random person who like because most of us don't have that much that we can actually that much action that we can take there's some no. there's something like you know you can call your senator you can call your right. your politicians and, we all have and, action that right. is, is available to us we have the ability to also you know donate to the red cross right Right. right. So those like, are all important things. And that's and what what I don't want to do is start fomenting hatred of people on the Internet just because they very benignly have said thoughts and prayers. But it's but it's when but, someone like Paul Ryan does it. Yeah. OK. When your senator, when your when, target, when someone who actually has the ability to take real concrete action, when all their response has ever been is thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. yeah, we need to 
call that out for the bullshit that it is. Right. And it is interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, and I think people are catching on to this. Like, yeah. I see, like, the meme went around. I saw it multiple times. It was a, it's a, it's somebody, I think it was a political cartoon. And it just has this huge panel of buttons and switches and blah, blah, blah. And all of the buttons and switches say, do something, do something, do something, do something, except one that just says thoughts and prayers. And of course, that's the one that the person's <laughs> hand is pushing. Right. Yeah. I mean, if thoughts and prayers, if prayers did anything, well, shootings in churches would not work. Right. Because, you know, well, I don't understand the concept of intercessionary prayer anyway. It, it doesn't stand up to logic no. because the same people who believe in intercessionary prayer, including Paul Ryan, who, as a response to all of this, yeah. gave the very definitive prayer works speech yeah uh, uh atheists don't understand faith clearly these people right. don't understand faith and how faith works because prayer because works prayer works and it's like no actually we understand how faith works yeah not only all that too well we also understand that prayer doesn't work because these same people paul ryan if you asked him does god have a plan and is god's plan changeable right he would say no he would say yes god has a plan and no you if God, if it's God's plan, it's, it's God's will. It's yeah. God's will. Yeah. So why are you praying? Everything he's already planned it all out. Apparently, well, God can. I mean, God changes he, his mind. He, well, he's an infinite <laughs> God of infinite possibility. Would he be allowed to? One of the possibilities is that he could change his mind. Maybe if we all prayed louder. That was I saw. I saw. <laughs> I saw someone who was like. Who, who, who wrote a, a a letter to his senator that was basically like, "Yes, I thank God you're you're doing your thoughts and prayers. I think we just you just need to do it. I mean, you're a senator, so they'll listen. So God will listen more. You just got to please pray day and night as loudly as you can because if it's going to do something, we need you to do it. Be loud. Well, here's the deal, Dan. I don't know if you saw the article this week uh, where Pope Francis actually admitted to falling asleep during prayer. <laughs> So if the Pope himself finds prayer so dull and boring that he falls asleep during it, yeah, yeah, somebody needs to fix up prayer. Well, they yeah. they, they need to spruce up spruce up prayer. Oh yeah, maybe they oh maybe they can come up with some new prayer maybe modes. some good prayer moves. Yeah, you know, like some dance prayer, dance prayer. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yes, prayer prayer revolution. Right, right. It's a video game. Yeah, where you have to. Oh, we could get. I mean, you know, the Native Americans Picture. had all the had all the good the good dancey prayer. This is true. I don't know why we're not doing that. And look how often it rains. Just when, so when, it's believe me, it's every bit as effective. Rain, rain dance is probably actually a stereotype and offensive to say. So I probably, probably but they do have dancey prayer. They have to do. They do have dance. African well, they have dances. Af I don't African know. tribes seem to have some sort of dancey prayer kind of thing going on. Hmm. I what about I, the whirling dervishers? Yeah, sure. I don't know they, if that's prayerful, but I mean... It, they like how it makes them feel. If you whirl enough, yeah. uh, you're probably going to pray about something. And they also stick like knives through their cheeks and whatnot. Oh. Is that well, the whirling dervishers? I, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> I did want to take this conversation into a totally different direction if I could. I uh, want to stay with the whirling dervishers, Dan. I think it's dervishes. Dervishes? Yeah, but I'm not sure about that. 
dishwashers. I think it's pronounced dishwashers. <laughs> of whirling dishwashers. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was the fact that this shooter, apparently, at least if you believe the shitty Daily Mail in London or the uh, shitty Breitbart news, um, this guy was an avid atheist. Oh. Um, at very least, he seems to have liked Hemant Mehta's friendly atheist on Facebook and uh, some other things. Hmm. And I did want to talk a little bit about that. I mean, of course, every time a shooting happens, all the Muslims sort of cross their fingers and go, please don't let it be a Muslim. Please don't let it be a Muslim. And all of the, you know, and, and yeah. now all of us atheists kind of go, please don't let it be an atheist. Please don't let it be an atheist because they're going to make all this hay about it. They're going right. to divert attention away from what the shooting was really about. Right. Because we all know that, it, you know, it was probably a domestic, dis it was a domestic dispute involving his in-laws or whatever. Right. But I think it's worth just asking a couple questions real quick about atheism and whether angry atheism could lead to a church shooting. Ooh, that's a dicey road to go down. I'm, Let's let's hear what you have to say. What I'm saying is I think that our conversation as an atheist community needs to be wary of the anger because we can be outraged and we can be upset and we can be hurt. But when we play into the anger too much, and I think that that's one of the problems of America right now is that it is an ang a country of, of reaction. It is a reactionary country. It is a country that doesn't want to have dialogue. And it's a country of anger. And I want, and I, I just sort of wanted to say, like, if, if anything. So are you laying this at the feet of the four horsemen of. In no way am of, I doing the that. The atheist in, apocalypse. In no way am I doing that. But I do think that we can help each other. I don't, like, this has nothing to do with this guy. I'm just sort of saying that as I look into the future, I want our community to be a shining example of how to have how to be more productive right as a community I, how to be how I, how, how how to de-escalate right feelings and re and escalate right. uh uh solutions i know that there's a lot of visceral anger that does happen within the atheist community but i think that the the classic angry atheist and that whole line is more of an uh intellectual anger it's more of a of a thoughtful sure. anger that sometimes can get you riled up. Indeed. I, like the, the message of the angry atheists, which we often disagree with right. on this show. Um, I, I, it, it's, it's too bad that the, there's not more nuance in our words uh, that we have available to us to talk about anger. Right. Because I, 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 I hesitate to draw too much of, of a connection with sort of angry atheism and the potential for, you know, what this guy did. Because I, this guy had so much fucking wrong with him. Right. And right? I hear that. I mean, this but, guy was, was domestically violent. Right. He cracked the skull of his stepson. Yeah. He was uh, locked up in a military prison for, what, four or five years because of domestic violence. Right. Um, I, this is a, a troubled, troubled dude. Right. And I don't think that the fact and that none he, of what the, he did was the fault of atheism at all. Right. Or even the atheists around him. Right. But, but, what, but, but my, but, but I, I, I just think that 
using that as even a jumping off point for talking about anger within the atheist community is dicey. Well, what, I, what it made me think about was... Because I don't think the two are connected. What, what happens when we do have the first shooting where the person leaves a manifesto that says, all Christians are idiots? When the, person le- you know, when the person leaves a manifesto that says, I'm doing this because I'm sick of how Christians are treating us. You know, uh, okay. You want my answer? Sure. As, and as much as atheism has been a movement and there have been efforts to create communities of atheists, it is not a coherent group. Indeed. And so it's so fucking hard. And I think the thing that we need to... It's not like anybody's really going to listen to the point, but I have nothing in common with somebody who 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 thinks that way, and, yeah, or, but, or or who could leave that message and then go do a mass shooting. But that doesn't make it any less our problem, because the people are go- because the rest of the society is going to believe that is going to make that association, right? But then. Just all, like all they you do have to with do is Muslims, point out, right? Just, but how many, how many fucking Christians of various different stripes have gone off to do horrible, awful things? Yeah. I mean, that's the defense. Yeah, it, I mean, it's like, sorry, every community has its bad seeds. It's true. Right? So if we ha- if we're forced to own them, because otherwise it would look like we're trying to wriggle out of something. If we're forced to own some dipshit atheist for the time being, all you do is you say, sorry, guys. Look at yourself in the mirror. Right. Look at your awful Baptist community. Look at your awful Catholic community and the, the, the evil that has been wrought by you guys. Yeah, I guess all, right? I'm, all I'm saying is the, that the, like the children who have been, you know, molested and abused. Sure. By not just members of your community, but the leaders of your community. A hundred percent. I'm with you a hundred percent on that. What I'm saying is that I would rather be. Uh, more proactive than that and just say as a community let's us take the lead in having better conversations to start with and maybe in the future that can actually prevent this from happening well but that's not going to prevent the mental illness that first leads the person to it's not always mental illness though a lot of these guys are not mentally ill they're just angry they're just bad badly adjusted and i say we can we can help with at least that component by uh by having good conversations that help us adjust ourselves better in society it's that's just a, a thought it's just a that's thought that's not even that's not an atheist community problem that's a societal problem agreed agreed but i i'm but you know when i see as much as as you know when i see people in our community saying things like all believers are idiots all believers right. are stupid uh, you know, they're all against us. They all have ill will or whatever. I just want to modulate that to say, you know what? We don't need to foment hatred of, of an entire group of people. Sure. We can, we can just say, you know, we object to, you know, us being marginalized and we object to, uh, society being, <clears throat> being, uh, overly, uh, Christianity, Christianized right. or whatever. And we can object to all those things without, fomenting hatred of the entire group and i think that that's a useful thing i think that's a useful takeaway from an event like this okay (laughs) 
cool. <laughs> I, I just don't see the connection because okay. he was shooting up his mother-in-law. He wasn't shooting I up. I understand. The connection is to the immediate feeling that I had okay. when I saw the Breitbart article and didn't know yet anything about the mother-in-law when the mother-in-law thing hadn't come to light yet right but i still but the breitbart article was saying atheist shoots up church and it made sense to me that that could happen right okay. and it made sense to me that the reason that that could actually be the reason an atheist sure. shoots up a church okay and i just thought you know what we can do something about that right there's action that we can take to make sure that people have don't have feelings that would lead them to shoot up a church. They can be angry, but we can help them funnel those feelings sure, into fair. much more productive that's perfectly fair. Things. We don't want the atheist ISIS. No. No, exactly. ASIS. And that's, that, maybe that's, I, you know, I didn't maybe get at it very ass well. Ass. We don't want ass-ass. Ass-ass. Well, I kind of, <laughs> now I kind of do want ass-ass. Well, don't we always want some ass-ass, but... I don't even know what it is, but it sounds fun. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Let's uh, let's let's call it a day here, kids. Uh, if you have like a thousand things that you want to respond to in what we just said, yeah, I uh, I understand that. You can write into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist, and uh, click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge request to join. You can also watch us on YouTube. Yeah. That's for real, hopefully this time. Hopefully. Uh, we, we have had some uh, some mishaps along the way, but most... You got, you got guys, you got to check out Dan's green pants. I am wearing green. The, the greenest pants. What? What? They are, what? Why you can call me Mr. Pants? Green Jeans for those of you old enough to remember <laughs> Captain Kangaroo. Uh, hey, thanks so much uh, to all of our donors. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to uh, for on the Facebook page. We got a Mackenzie doing the Facebook page, and we got Sarah, Amy, and Danny working being moderators and and the members only lounge. Thanks so much for that. And of course, thanks go out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music and Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. Yeah. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in and viewer. We always appreciate it when you do. Bye. Bye.